Guys, girls, this one is a good one. This is a good one. So this is something that as you guys are going to hear about in today's piece, I've struggled with this for so many years in my life. Weekend blowouts, right? Like what do you do if you're working your face off Monday through Friday and then Saturday comes and all of a sudden you just can't control yourself? All of a sudden, you know, you're just, you're knee deep in a pile of Oreos and you don't know how you got there. Like what do you do? Well, we're going to talk about that here today, and I'm going to give you guys the number one strategy that I think will help you with this you know, problem, if you want to call it you know, a problem, this issue, right? this situation that you find yourself in. This one strategy alone, I think, is going to help you guys out a ton. So sit back, relax, enjoy this episode, and uh, yeah, let's do it. arch nemesis of every dieting contestant. Even the most disciplined dieters can find the wheels rattling and the bolts starting to shake come Friday night through Sunday. And you know, what's amazing to me is that people just forget what they signed up for, right? I mean, you want to get shredded? You think you can still have fun? No. You're getting sliced. You think you get to still enjoy your Saturdays? Think again, baby. Saturday is our first Serratus training only. You know, it's funny because because a lot of people actually do do feel that way. Where they feel like, oh man, I got to keep this thing under lock. I got to keep this thing, you know, on lock down on Saturday and Sunday. Which, you know, that is obviously the, the oppo of a weekend blowout, right? But I think it's actually part of the cause of the weekend blowout. And here is, you know, part of the reason why, if not the entire reason why. It's like a rubber band, right? Which I've used this analogy. I've used this example a lot in the past because I just think it's so perfect to describe, you know, what we're all kind of going through. The tighter you pull on one end, right, which is the dieting process, which is, the, you know, the road trip to Shredsville, right? You're pulling on that one side of the rubber band. The harder you pull, the more force you have to apply on the one end, the harder and more forceful it's going to snap back in the other direction if left unguided, unchecked, unfiltered, right? I mean, that's how a rubber band works, And, you know, it's interesting because you could actually, or we could actually, or I could actually, whichever way you want to look at it, we could take this rubber band example, we could go even further, which is, you know, when you pull a rubber band, if you don't maintain some kind of tension, the rubber band just goes back to its original state. So that's kind of interesting. I want you guys to ponder on that. We're not going to go any further with that because that'll take me in a direction I do not want to go today. But this all brings us back, believe it or not, to the issue at hand. Most people think they're in a deficit, but they're actually not. Sometimes, in fact, they're not even close. In fact, there's some research to suggest that people on average underestimate how much they're eating by 30, 50, sometimes up to 70%. 
So let's put some numbers around that, okay? That means that you think you're eating 2,000 calories. You're actually eating 3,400 calories, right? You've missed the mark by 70% of what you thought you were eating, right? Like you think you're eating 2,000 calories, putting you in a nice little modest deficit. You're not. You're actually in a fairly substantial surplus, right? That's a big, big, big difference. And I mean, this obviously speaks right to the simple fact that, you know, I'm a huge fan of, I'm a huge champion for tracking macros, monitoring your nutrition, keeping an eye on how you're fueling your body, what you're putting into your body, the amounts of fuel that you're using in your body, and so on and so forth. Well, anyway. All of this, this, this weekend behavior, these weekend blowouts, I mean, let, let's talk even bigger picture. Why does this happen, right? Like why, why are the weekends, Friday nights, of course, being included there? Why are they so problematic for us? Well, I think a big reason is you scrape, you claw, you inch your way forward throughout the week. Then Saturday comes or Friday after work. And man, you just let up, right? It's like an oasis in the desert or probably more accurately an oasis in the dessert, depending on how you want to spell that guy. Either way, I think that the weekends kind of hold this, this majestic, this majestic mist over us, right? I don't know that you expected to hear a majestic mist on today's podcast, but there you have it. I, th- I think the weekends kind of hold they had the, they had this grip on us me too right like i'm I, i'm i'm sharing all of this with you guys so that hopefully it helps you but this is going to help me i think in the end cuz this is certainly something i've struggled with in the past and i mean to some degree present day right like it's one of those things where i've got to be super intentional to to make sure it doesn't it doesn't creep up and you know steal all my gains or losses with a whole bunch of z's if we're talking about fat loss but you know, you're, you're rocking this modest 400 calorie deficit throughout the week, right? That's 2000 calories, a 2000 calorie deficit, right? 400 calories, five days, Monday through Friday. You can easily make up that 2000 calorie deficit that you've worked your fanny off for, you know, Monday through Friday. You can easily make that up, you know, with a steak dinner out, you know, you had some bread, some butter, some drinks, you know, loaded baked potato, butter-soaked broccoli, I mean, you'll get there easily and you wouldn't even be, you know, two courses in, right? And your 2,000-calorie deficit just went poof. It's gone. It's like it never happened, right? And so now you can clearly see, hey, you get your hand in the bag of chips, right? You crush a sleeve of Oreos or half a sleeve of Oreos or whatever the case may be. And then come time Saturday night, you're way into the net surplus mode. And then what happens? Well, you wake up on Sunday, you feel bad, right? You feel guilty. So what do you do? You eat. Why do you eat? Well, A, it's going to soothe your pain a little bit, but also B, I'll start fresh tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's Monday. Let's start fresh tomorrow. Let's take another crack at this, right? I've done it. I've done it myself dozens and dozens of times. And so if you yourself kind of struggle with this, my hope is that today's little discussion will kind of help you guys. So, so what should we do? Well, I want to get to that. But before we do, I want to share a little bit about my own personal journey with this. So as I said, uh, as I alluded to there in kind of the first little segment, 
this is something I've struggled with myself. And I don't know, maybe this describes you too, right? Maybe, maybe you're relating to kind of what we're laying down here, uh, this afternoon, but man, this really describes me. And it, it honestly, it describes the first part of my bodybuilding, uh, career, all the bodybuilding seasons that I, that I was involved in to a great degree. I mean, it's basically exactly what I struggled with for the, the first part of my career. And I mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's still something that, again, I have to be mindful of and I do still struggle with even in present day, even when I'm engaging and starting up a brand new shred season today, right? Nearly 20 years into my bodybuilding career. This is something that if I'm not careful and if I'm not super intentional about it, it gets me almost every single week. And so, you know, you've got this, this situation, right? Where, where you want to get in shape. And so what happens to us so often is you work your face off throughout the week, just like I talked about, right? You scratch, you claw, you grind, right? Maybe you have some really low days in there to really kind of, you know, punish yourself for lack of a better phrase, although that's probably uh, a little all too true for some of us. Then you get to the weekend, right? And here's what used to happen to me. The first part of my bodybuilding career, I would have five days that would be perfect. And when I say perfect, I mean pristine, right? I mean, I was cutting blueberries in half. Then I would get to the weekend, and then all of a sudden, whether it was Saturday or Sunday, I usually only did it one day, because I actually, this, <laughs> so I've mentioned this before, but just in case you missed it the first time, just in case you haven't listened to every episode I've laid out there, I used to believe when I started that you took your body 24 hours to store fat. So if you wanted to have an all out free for all bonanza cheat day, you could eat whatever you wanted, but as long as you got back on the wagon before those 24 hours expired, it's like your body just rejected all those extra calories. It's like that 15,000 calories that you just ate didn't even matter. And here's what's even crazier. Be- because, <laughs> because I was so strict the other six days of the week, this was actually how I, how I approached my very first bodybuilding show and my very first you know kind of radical physique transformation. Because my other six days were so strict and I was doing so much cardio, and I was doing so many things wrong, but my deficit was so severe the other six days, that seventh day came, and I blew it out. I blew it out every single week. But you know what happened? I made a ton of progress. <laughs> I made a ton of progress. So when I got done, I was like, this must work. This must be the way that you do this. Because clearly, I know what I'm doing, right? Well, anyway, I would have those six days, and then you know I would have the, those mega jackpot, Powerball nights and weekends only to be followed by another string of rock bottom low day after low day the following week. Here's what I found though, as my career sort of started to take shape. And oh, by the way, I didn't do very well in the beginning of my bodybuilding career. We're only doing a hair better these days, but I routinely placed dead last. I mean, I routinely placed like, who is this guy? He doesn't belong out here. Who let him in the doors? Like that was the, the, first part of my bodybuilding career. But as my career started to take shape and as I started to kind of learn some things and realize the error in my ways, which were many, so it took me a while. One of the things I realized is I was like, well, why am I doing this? Because here's what's basically happening. 
I'm spending six days. I'm killing myself for six days, right? And then on that seventh day, don't get me wrong, it's glorious, right? Don't get me wrong, it's amazing to some degree. But then what happens? I basically just spend half, most, sometimes all of the following week just getting back to even. Just trying to get back to where I started before all the carnage hit me on cheat day, right? And so maybe that's something that you can relate to yourself where you're like, man, I just, I can't keep a handle on this on the weekends. And I just find myself spending the whole next week trying to get back to even. And I'm never really making any significant lasting progress. If that's you, that was me. Like if that's your story right now, I want you to know that was my story for many, many, many years. And so there is a huge cost to that, man. Like if that is you, oh, man, I just want you to know that the physical cost is obvious. I, I know I know what it's like. But the emotional, the mental cost, it's going to wreck you. It already has wrecked you, right? Again, if you can relate to this, you already know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir in some, to some degree. But if this isn't something that you can relate to, you would be in rare company, in my opinion. <laughs> but if this is something that you, you, you don't really have any experience with, then, man, let's nip this in the bud before it starts, right? Let's go ahead and get you on a better path to a healthy relationship with food now so that you don't have to deal with the physical toll, the mental toll, the emotional toll that is coming for you. It is coming for you at some point in the future if you find yourself struggling with these weekend blowouts. So what I started to realize was, man, if I can just keep things in check, like if I can just keep my weekends reasonable, they don't have to be super strict and they don't have to be rock bottom low days like you know some of the other days throughout the week. But man, if I can just keep these things in check, everything else becomes so much easier, smoother, more consistent, more predictable, and most importantly, more effective, right? It just literally becomes more effective. Everything works like it's supposed to work. Now, you know, don't get me wrong here. I kind of alluded to this a second ago, but by all means, have some food, right? By all means, like seriously, enjoy yourself. But let's be honest, man. A lot of the time when we're eating a lot of food and I'm, you guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, you're, you're putting away some volume right? It's not about taste. It's not about enjoyment. It's about sheer volume, right? Like when you're in that state of mind, you guys know what I'm talking about. We don't even enjoy that. I don't even enjoy that. You don't even enjoy that. We get to a certain point where it's like, why am I still eating? Right? Now don't get me wrong. Again, sometimes it's amazing, right? Like sometimes those 2000 calories that you're about to crush, absolutely delicioso. I got it. But man, sometimes they're they're not that awesome. Right? A lot of the time, they just leave us stuffed and uncomfortable. And you know, then of course, you know, we, we enter into this vicious cycle where we're guilty and upset with ourselves. And so, what do we do? Well, naturally, we eat more. Right? Why? Because eating is an enjoyable thing. Right? God put all this delicious food on the earth for a reason, for us to enjoy that food. Obviously, it serves other purposes too, but He wants us to enjoy that food. And so you get trapped in this kind of vicious circle where it's like, man, I'm eating a lot. Now I feel bad for eating a lot, so I eat more. Now I feel bad for eating more, so I eat even more, and so on and so forth. So keeping an eye on your macros on the weekends 
is not only more effective, but I'm actually going to make the case today, right here, right now, that it's more enjoyable. You really can have your cake and eat it too. You really can have Mama Schultz's apple cake and eat it too. And trust me, if you weren't going to crush 2,000 calories, once that apple cake hits your mouth, you're crushing 2,000 calories. Like it's just going to happen. Forget everything I've said for the previous 14 minutes. It does not matter. But all right, so now you might be wondering, you might be wondering about this apple cake, but we'll talk about that more another time. You might be wondering in the here and now, all right, Jim, like that's, you know, I'm on board, right? Like, like you, you're speaking to me, man. Like I've struggled with this in the past. I'm struggling with this right now. Like, you know, your, your, your early bodybuilding stories, like that really resonates with me. Maybe you're a competitor, maybe you're not. Either way, well, here's what I got for you guys. I got one strategy for you, just one. It's very, very simple. This one strategy is the thing that has helped me improve. I'm not going to say fix because it's a work in progress. Improve my own relationship with food, which I have to be honest. Early on in my bodybuilding career, it was not too great. Like early on, early on in my bodybuilding career, like it was really, really extreme. And I'm sort of embarrassed and ashamed to admit that, but it's the truth. And so I've had to, I've had to work on that over the years. And here is the one thing that has really helped a ton. All right, so here's the strategy. And a quick little shout out to my full throttle fat loss athletes because this strategy is taken straight from the protocols they follow. Full throttle fat loss, of course, is my full fat loss course. You can check that out. It is linked to down in the description. If you woke up this morning with a strong hankering to send me some money, check that out. But here's what you need to do. You need to regularly include some bad foods into your normal feeding schedule. You need to regularly include, you know, what is regularly? One time a week, two times a week, maybe three times a week if you have enough macros to go around, right? But just, you know, one to three times a week, sometime in some somewhere in that region that is outside of your normal you know, treat day or what, however you label it, your free day or whatever you call it, right? I'm talking about like Tuesday afternoon. I'm talking about Thursday morning, right? You need to make yourself eat something you shouldn't. Shouldn't, of course, is in air quotes. You need to take a food off of the forbidden list and you've got to eat it and you've got to enjoy it. Now, when you do this for the first time, you are not going to want to do it. You are not going to enjoy it. You are going to feel guilty. It's going to feel wrong. And you're going to be like, dude, that crazy cat on the internet, I don't know how I found his podcast, but he took me down, man. Like, he's got me eating pizza. There is no way this is going to work. Like, he's got me eating corn dogs for lunch on Tuesday. This is not right on any level, right? That is how it's going to feel. Your initial reaction is going to be, ooh, I should not be eating this. Or even when you think about it, like when I'm giving you this list, cookies, cakes, pizza, cereal, ho-hos, little Debbies, big Debbies, whichever Debbie you want to pick. If your initial thought is, ooh, I should not be eating that, bingo. Those are the foods I'm talking about, right? Bingo. We just found what we were looking for. You need to include these foods on a regular basis. All right, now why is that? Well, there's a couple of things 
happening here that I think are all related to these weekend, treat day, free day, you know, cheat day blowouts. The reason why I think the weekends lead to a lot of blowouts is that this is the time that you probably have a chance to taste some of that forbidden fruit, you know? Those honey bunches of oats. You're like, yeah, man, it's Saturday. That's honey bunches of oats day. Right? But that you can't have that on a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. Thursday. No, no. That's all business. This is honey bunches of oats day. Well, when this happens, right, I think a cascade of events kind of unfolds. Number one, the guilt kicks in. The guilt kicks in on the weekend, right? When you're when you're allowed to have these things, so to speak. The guilt kicks in because you really feel like you shouldn't be doing this. You really start to feel ashamed, upset, right? Embarrassed, like you want to hide. And I'm telling you guys, man, I am speaking anecdotally here. I am sharing all of my own personal emotions that I've experienced myself. So maybe I'm the only one. I have a sneaking suspicion that I might not be, but maybe I am. And if I am, then that's okay. But you're going to start to feel these things. And so what are you going to do? You probably are going to eat some more. Why? Because you're going to soothe yourself. right? Because food is enjoyable. And again, you realize or you think to yourself or you justify the behavior with, hey, I've already messed up today. Let me just start fresh tomorrow. Let me just start fresh on, on Monday. Right? Again, whether you, you know, it was ridiculous what I used to believe as a young bodybuilder where it took your, your body 24 hours to store fat. But we all sort of believe that. Like, we all sort of feel like, man, I've already messed up. I might as well start fresh tomorrow. I mean, I still do that to this day. I don't know what it is that's hardwired inside of each and every one of us, but man, it's, it's a powerful force. Right? Well, when that guilt kicks in, you have to deal with that. But there's also another, another element here where this little strategy of regularly including bad foods, it's not only going to help with the guilt because, you know, it's no longer going to be forbidden fruit that you're enjoying. It's no longer going to be, you know, forbidden frosted flakes that you're enjoying. It's going to be something that you eat on a regular basis. But also, what happens if, you know, if Saturday is your free day where you just kind of eat whatever you want or you enjoy some treat meals or whatever... What's going to happen while you're enjoying those meals? You are naturally going to think, man, it's going to be another week at least until I get to enjoy this food again. Maybe longer if I really punish myself this upcoming week like I should, right? You see how kind of we, we do these things, we play these games with ourselves? It's going to be a week before I get to eat this again, so I better make the most of it now. So what do you do? You make the most of it. Right, you get your five, seven, nine, eleven thousand calories worth. Right, like you get your bang for the buck on this day. But now, what happens if honey bunches of oats? Somehow, we've made honey bunches of oats out to be the villain today, which I find to be pretty funny. What happens if you eat honey bunches of oats a couple times a week? Right. What happens if this is something that you have not only on Saturdays but also on Wednesdays? At night, right, when your body automatically stores carbs as fat. What happens if you do that? Now all of a sudden when Saturday hits, you can just be like, hey, I don't need to feel guilty. I eat this all the time. This is normal. 
<laughs> this is this is one of my favorite carbohydrate sources that I eat twice a week now. This isn't unusual. This isn't abnormal. This is very normal. And pro tip, it's not going to feel normal for a very long time. But the only way it ever will, the only way you'll ever get over this hump is with a ton of intentionality right now. You're going to have to go out of your way. You're going to have to really, really do this with purpose. Because again, you know, if you're anything like me, or I hope you're not like me in a lot of ways, but if you share the same, you know, enthusiasm for taking your physical fitness very seriously, like you know that most of the time you would be better off eating sweet potatoes and oatmeal and brown rice or even white rice, heaven forbid, right? Like you know these things, right? Just intuitively, innately. So when you go off the beaten path and you want to have some honey bunches of oats or you want to have a few chocolate chip cookies or you want to have, you know, some Twizzlers, it's like, yeah, this doesn't feel right. Like, I don't think I should be doing this. Well, the longer you perpetuate that, the greater the hold that Saturday is going to have over you. The greater the hold that the weekends are going to have over you. And the more likely it is that you find yourself in these blowout situations. Where again, what happens? You're spending the whole next week just getting back to even. Which is not a scenario that is useful or productive for anyone that wants to make lasting change with their physiques. And again, I know I've said it several times, but I really want to harp on this point. I'm speaking from experience. Right? I didn't watch a YouTube video and I'm just regurgitating information to you guys. Like This is something that I've lived in myself. But it's a big, big deal. A lot of people struggle with this. Right. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen it myself in so many different people. I've experienced it myself in myself. I, I've dealt with it, you know, with some of the athletes inside of full throttle as we're trying to, you know, improve and or repair their relationships with food, which, you know, my hope is I've built the course in such a way that it will do that. But this is the, probably the most, uh, important, effective thing that we do is including these bad foods on a regular basis, because then all of a sudden it loses its allure. All of a sudden, there is no forbidden food list. All of a sudden, Saturdays aren't, you know, they're not held with this majestic mist. Again, there it is. Right? It loses its allure. It loses its taboo status. And you're like, hey, I'm going to eat this again on Tuesday. I don't need to house the entire box of Honey Nut Cheerios tonight. Like, I'm good. This one strategy can really do wonders for your tendency to have weekend blowouts. So take this strategy, pair it up with, you know, some some good old standard cognitive restraint, right? Like stopping routinely and thinking about what you're doing and understanding that to be successful, you need to be able to cognitively restrain yourself, right? I mean, that's basically delayed gratification, you know, if you will, put in a in a way more technical fancy way. Although delayed gratification itself is pretty technical and fancy. But do this and it will start you down the path to some enjoyable and effective weekends. All right, guys. So that's it, man. That's uh, with the weekend blowout piece. I really hope you guys got something from this, man. I really do. You know, this is something that I've struggled with for many, many years in my bodybuilding career. And like I said, it's still something that if I'm not intentional about it, it creeps up. It absolutely creeps up. And so if it's something that you yourself are struggling with, I really hope this kind of, 
gave you some things to think about and, you know, you felt some connection in this episode kind of with what I've, I've been through myself. You know, if, uh, uh, if you guys wanted to leave me a rating or a review, that would really help. It helps to get this podcast out to more people, you know, cause then Apple recognizes it as a valuable podcast. So that would be super, super helpful. If you want to hop down into the description and scoop up some free stuff, got the fat loss formula. I think that will help. Got a free cardio plan. I think that will help. And then, of course, all the YouTube videos and the other podcast episodes and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, for those of you that are maybe, you know, ready to make a really dramatic change, then give Full Throttle Fat Loss a look. You know, I've poured my heart and soul into that course for the last two and a half years. So I'd be super humbled if you would, uh, you know, consider it for your, for all your fat loss needs and more. And so, uh, so that's it, man. So that's all I've got for you guys today. Of course, I will see you guys next week.